1: podcast for tuesday march 21st 2017 hoops fans i'm paul bruno and you know me from my work on hockey baseball and football pods had rotowire over the last few years well folks spring has sprung which means the serious shooting in the nba playoffs is just around the corner for major winter sports as well and i get excited about that every year in the nba and the nhl we're talking nba hoops today and as usual i want to invite you to follow me at statsman 22 Joining me on this NBA FanDuel preview podcast is my co-host Dan Bruno. Dan, remind our listeners about your Twitter handle and where to find your work on RotoWire's website.
2: Well, you can find my work on RotoWire's website on the NBA preview and recap section, where I'm covering the games daily. There, and then you can follow me on Twitter at dbrunoofficial. That's d b r u n o f f i c i a l. I try and keep it strictly NBA there. Um, with some interesting polls DFS tips once in a while and regular NBA news
1: yeah I can I find your polls very interesting Uh, some offbeat topics but some of that are right on point so there's something for every appetite uh, for the serious fan or even the guy who's looking for a little bit of fun you provide both Dan so good for you Uh, let's take a look at tonight's NBA uh, game schedule beginning with a tilt in Toronto here where Chicago comes in the Chicago really has a a mastery over the uh, raptors over the last few years i think it's 10 and 11, 10 or 11 wins in a row and despite that the raptors are a home favorite of minus six and a half points and the over under set at 200 for that seven o'clock tilt then we have phoenix visiting miami where the the heat has written quite a story this season they're a 12 and a half point favorite the over under is 214 and a half for that seven thirty tilt then we've got detroit visiting brooklyn where the visitors uh are a favorite everybody is a favorite against brooklyn this year and you can take the pistons by five and a half and the over under set at 214 and then memphis goes to new orleans where the homestanding club is a two-point favorite and the over under set at 207 for that eight o'clock tilt what about the later games dan
2: Yeah, coming in at 8.30, you got the Battle of the Curries taking place in Dallas, where Golden State visits Dallas. Uh, The Warriors are only a five-point favorite in that one, with an over-under of 207.5. Then at 9.30, you have the Spurs visiting the Timberwolves, where the Spurs are a five-point favorite with an over-under of 205.5. Milwaukee is visiting Portland at 10 o'clock, where the Trailblazers are a five-point favorite. Both teams are... uh, need this one for their playoff positioning and then later at 10:30, uh, last game of the night you got the battle of la clippers versus lakers with the clippers as a nine point favorite and an over under of 219.5 with the lakers being the home team
1: and they're unveiling Shaq's statue tonight i i get a kick out of that there's a lot of legends in laker land and uh, i wouldn't have thought he would have been the next up uh, but uh, it's going to be quite the story around the la area tonight <laughs> In addition to FanDuel, we now have a second sponsor on our pods joining us recently, and that's pristineauction.com. I'll spell it out. It's P-R-I-S-T-I-N-E auction.com. We have daily auctions ending nightly with hundreds of lots. There's tons of stuff for the man cave. Always something perfect for the fan of any team. And if you're worried about authenticity, it is very important. They guarantee authenticity, and all items come with an authentication from only the most trusted of sources. If you're concerned about affordability, and again, I am... Most people don't think they can afford this stuff, but it is much more affordable than you think, and I'll give you a couple of examples. I just went online this morning, Dan, and I found a Pele signed jersey going for less than $160 right now. That's for the greatest name in soccer history, folks, and for $160, I mean, it's not much more than you might pay for a a good soccer sweater anyway, or how about an NFL autographed full-size helmet from Emmett Smith, one of my idols in sports, for the same price. I'm going to take a look at that after we're off the air, in fact. Uh, it's quick and free and easy to register, free to bid, and you only pay when you win. Lastly, I'll encourage you, please, to do us a favor here at RotoWire in the How Did You Hear About Us section on their website at Pristine Auction. Go to that drop down menu and click RotoWire to let them know that we sent you. Okay, Dan, let's get into our position by position breakdown for tonight's NBA slate. We'll take a look from the point guard position. At the top of the ladder, we see Steph Curry, who's on the. Uh, a bit of a terror of late. He did play last night, and tonight he gets, goes against Dallas, slated to uh, be priced at $9,900. Are you on him, or are you fading him tonight?
2: Uh, $9,900 is a relatively good price for this guy. Um, if, you, if you expect that he's going to get up to play a big game against his brother, that would be a reasonable um, expectation. So I do kind of like Stephen Curry tonight. Uh, he should be a little bit fired up after last night's game. Uh, he played well and uh, got himself involved in some mix-ups there. So, I mean, if that carries over to tonight, I think he's a, a decent pick for $9,900.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, for you know, It's not often you see him uh, less than ten grand, so that's attractive for me. And Dallas doesn't offer the most uh, prolific defense uh, in the league by far, I don't think. So, good pick there. But if you want to fa- fade him, there are really good options below him. Uh, for instance, Damian Lillard at 9,000 and Chris Paul at 9,000 as well. Kyle Lowry still on the board, although he has a wrist injury. He's weeks away, so we'll fade him tonight. And let's drop down to, say, the 8,200 that uh, Goran Dragut shows up at. So you got a quartet of really good players in this group, Dan, worth mentioning.
2: Yeah, well, Damian Lillard has been playing great so far in, the, in his last 10 games, averaging around 30 points. Uh, just the thing is, I feel like Milwaukee's a really tough team for anyone to play against anyone to get really big numbers against. I know Westbrook's done it a couple times, but I mean uh the opponent kind of takes me away from Lillard in this one despite how well he's been playing. Um I think Mike Connolly, go on I think Goran Dragic probably has the mo- most favorable matchup here coming up against Phoenix and uh Miami needs this win just as mu- just as much if not more than anybody in the league right now needs a win. Um, so I think Goran Dragic is going to come up huge tonight. Eighty-two hundred bucks. It's a big price for him, but uh, he's been putting up some big numbers lately.
1: Yeah, and the guy that I fade in this group is Chris Paul. He's got gonna- kind of been hit and miss over the last few weeks there's been some 40s there's been some 20s out of him I don't like that inconsistency when you're spending this kind of money so I'll look away and I'll take a look at uh, maybe Dragic is a guy that I like too in this group Dan uh, below that we have the likes of Ricky Rubio and Giroux Holiday in the mid 7,000s let's take a look at them down to let's say the 5,400 marker. of Rajon Rondo
2: well the guy I really like in this range is Ricky Rubio I know he's coming up against a tough opponent uh, like the Spurs, but for 7500 bucks, I think that's a pretty good price for a guy like Rubio who can get you near triple-double, uh, maybe a little short on the rebounds column, but if he, if the ball bounces his way, he's going to get there. And he's been putting up some massive numbers lately, um, including a huge game against San Antonio in their last contest where he came up in, in their last contest against San Antonio. That was in San Antonio where he came up with 43 FanDuel points um so i think ricky rubio has a good good uh chance to go off again tonight especially since on the other side of the ball it's either patty mills or tony parker um both guys who rubio can definitely get what he wants out of uh so i like him for that price there um and then for you can look at tyler ulis here and d'angelo russell russell's coming off a career night 40 point performance 6400 dollars here uh i'm sure he's going to look to follow that up with much of the same but I'm not so sure he'll get there um, so I have a feeling a lot of people will be going for Russell I don't think I'll be one of them and same for Eulis $6,400 I know he's he's been putting up decent numbers as a starter but I just think uh, for that price you might be able to get a similar performance out of some other guys but to mention Eulis has been above 30 fan duel points in his last three games coming up with 40 in his last game so I mean, he's a good look. They're both good looks, Ulis and Russell. They're worth my mention here, Um, but they're not my favorites tonight, but I, I do think they're good picks.
1: As a facilitator, I like Giroux Holiday in this matchup tonight, Dan. He's been having, he had a couple of really good games recently after a bit of a lull and seems to be back to an earlier level where he has justified a 30-plus FanDuel average in FanDuel play, one of the better rates of performance and rates of return in this range. So might go on him myself. Uh, In this 5,000 to 6,000 range, Dan, there's about four or five other names before I go value hunting. Let's take a look at guys like Jordan Clarkson, Tyler Johnson, Rajon Rando, and uh, Reggie Jackson. Why not?
2: Well, in this area, I, I like Jordan Clarkson. Um, $5,800. Even though he was the sideshow in the last contest, he's still been playing well. He's, he's playing as a starter, and he's still looking for his shot. He's coming up uh, tw- plus 20 FanDuel points in in about his last eight games here, with including a 51 FanDuel night uh the other a couple nights ago about four games back and um he's been in the high 20s as well so he's playing a lot of minutes and he's playing more at the point now if they want to run d'angelo russell off ball so that should help increase jordan clarkson's assist numbers but he's also going to keep scoring and he's good for a few rebounds here and there so 5800 bucks i like jordan clarkson and and i'm relatively sure of what i'm going to get out of him um so i i like him there for sure another guy i like is tyler johnson right. another guy who's have to step it up uh in the absence of uh Dion waiters over there in miami
1: yeah and i'll take a look at rajon rondo just because of the mastery chicago's had over toronto i'm i'm expecting the worst and thinking that it continues as a raptors fan i say that but rajon rondo's a guy who will take advantage of a bit of a mismatch here he he Will face relatively inexperienced players at the Toronto point guard position, though Corey Joseph has been playing very well and is well versed in the game coming out of the San Antonio system. So he'll give you good defense and make Rondo work for it. But I think the veteran still has the edge there in that matchup. Speaking of which, let's let's go to Corey Joseph and on down from five thousand below Malcolm Brogdon there and Reggie Jackson leading the pack and uh, below the five grand we we'll go value hunting. Dan.
2: Yeah, here. I like um, the couple guys from uh, Dallas here, uh, JJ Berea and Yogi Farrell, um, 4900 for Berea, 45 for Farrell. They're both they're both uh, energetic guys and they're going to go out there and, and really compete against Golden State. Dallas uh, actually is, has one of the better points against numbers in the league. I think they're about the third lowest in terms of what they're allowing their opponents to score they just recently creeped over other an average of 100 but um that just means they're they're getting right up into the into the opponent and bugging them really really good so i think jj berea coming up a great performance in his last game 27 minutes 33 fanduel points um so so he's certainly bringing the energy there and the same thing with yogi ferrell not the same production as berea really but uh He's still coming out with some pretty good performances in his last few games. He hasn't hasn't dipped into single digits, which is, of course, which is, of course, something we don't want to see. But he's been right around 20 and over 20 for the majority of his last 15 games. So both those guys for in the 4,000s are great looks. But one guy I like, I like a couple guys a little lower if you're looking to really save some money. Uh, Della Vadova, Matthew Della Vadova, is only 3,500 bucks coming up against the Trailblazers, and I think maybe they might use him a, a little bit extra in this matchup to uh, try and lock down some of the guards on the other side of the floor. And one more guy here, DeLon Wright, the Toronto Raptors backup point guard, $3,800. This might guy might not, might not be on too many people's radar, but uh, for a very cheap price, he's been playing pretty decent minutes for Toronto around over 20 minutes in four of his last five games. And uh, in those games, he's been right around 20 Fanduel points on average, so that's another real cheapy. And uh, I, I will rebut by saying,
1: take a look at the Detroit point guards. It's either Reggie Jackson or Ish Smith. Whichever one of those guys that gets the biggest run will be the guy that I'm on. I'm going to keep an eye on who might start there. They're pretty much splitting, splitting minutes. So if you want to save money, it's Ish Smith. If you're not worried about that, maybe Reggie Jackson is the guy that starts and plays a few more ticks. And uh, against Brooklyn, should uh, produce very well. Uh, we go to the shooting guard position, and at the top of the board, we see Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's a game-time call with an ankle injury. Uh, he's $10,000 worth, and I wonder if you're concerned about that uh, nick on the ankle.
2: Yeah, well, that's always tough. Antetokounmpo is, uh, really does it all for the Bucks, and if they're without him, that really, really hurts their chances. So, I mean, I haven't heard it being a serious injury. It's noted as a tweak here. Um, but we know those can be nagging um, and it's really something that can slow you down. He, he only came coming off a really rough outing in his last game. That was against golden state where he came up with only nine points, 25 fan duel points in 31 minutes. So, I mean, for $10,000 tonight, I don't think it's, it's time to, to take that, that chance on him unless he's totally cleared for action. But uh, I mean, even still, after a performance like that in his last game and going up against a team that's going to be really hungry portland's playing some of their better ball of the season so i'm not big on antidecumpo tonight
1: and in in uh, favor of him then or as opposed to going with him rather let's take a look at the guys down the lowest below beginning with demar DeRozan, in 8600 of course he has that uh, bugaboo of the Chicago team against him tonight and we dropped down to say 6,300 Dion Waiters is out with an ankle injury so 6,000 plus then Dan to the to the 8,600 of DeRozan.
2: Well I think DeRozan's gonna have to go off tonight again he's gonna be, be the one to have to carry the Raptors through the the rest of the season here um, I mean it's a great matchup between him and Jimmy Butler but uh, DeRozan took care of his own against paul george the other night he only had to play 29 minutes as the raptors pretty much ran away with that game but he came up with 27 fanduel points in the 29 minutes and he'll likely have to play a couple more tonight against chicago so i could see him coming up with some decent numbers high 30s maybe but um a couple other guys here that i like Clay thompson is coming off a huge game in his last night $7,000 $7,000 is a bit of a high price tag for him but the thing is without Durant in the lineup he's he's no longer the third option more like the second option here so um, 47 FanDuel points in his last game and in his last 4 games he's been averaging he averages about 35 FanDuel points a game so I think that's a pretty good pretty good bet he's taken a lot of shots playing over 30 minutes a game and he's been scored over 20 points in the points column in his last five games straight so i mean clay thompson's looking pretty good tonight to me for seven thousand dollars
1: yeah and i'm I'm gonna add cj mccollum to the list with a proviso that he's he's in my lineup if in ante Antetokounmpo is benched or uh, uh, rested for his injury situation. So uh, that's the asterisk in this range for me. Uh, What about below the 6,000 range, Dan? Uh, There's only one guy in the 5,000, Seth Curry. Of course, you teased that matchup against his his, uh, relative, his brother. And uh, maybe you take a look at him, Dan, or do you go uh, bargain hunting below that range?
2: Well, for 5,300 bucks, I mean, It's a pretty good price if if this guy can get you 30 FanDuel points, which I think he certainly is capable of tonight. Uh, He's definitely going to be pumped up to play against his brother, but I mean, he's had a couple slow outings in his last two games, only in single digits in FanDuel points, so I mean, that's a bit of a concern. Before those two games, he was up to 23, but it's been a bit of a while before he hit, since he hit 30 FanDuel points, that was about maybe eight or nine, maybe ten games ago, so Seth Curry is a bit of a gamble to me, but if you think he's going to get up to play his brother, I think that's a pretty good, pretty good bet. But I mean, realistically, I like a couple of guys above him um, and maybe a couple of guys below him too. So I'm I'm not set on picking Seth Curry tonight, but I don't disagree with the pick. I can say that. All
1: right, what about the bargain territory then, sub five thousand?
2: Well, a couple of guys to mention: the rookie on Brooklyn, Karis Laver has been a Pretty interesting to watch lately. I mean, the guy's got great size for a shooting guard, um, great length. He can really get some rebounds for you. He's, he's got about an average about six rebounds in his last per game over his last four games. He's playing twenty five minutes a game, and he's consistently in double fan, double digit Fanduel points. Um, even with a couple big nights, over thirty one time and and right on the edge of thirty a couple times. So, I mean, for forty three hundred bucks, that's an interesting look. And I would, I would have to assume that he's only going to get more and more minutes down the stretch um, as the organization's going to want to see what they have with him and, and let him get his legs um, through the rest of this uh, season. That's pretty much a write-off at this point for that team. But another guy I really like is uh, Norman Powell, $3,900. He's been getting consistent run for the Raptors, and he's doing well with it. He's, he's coming up with decent fan duel numbers um consistently over 15 well he's 14 and 13 in his last two games but before that he was up to 17 29 so he's he even had a 31 performance about uh eight or nine games ago so he's playing a solid about an average of 20 minutes a game sometimes more sometimes a little bit less but uh i think he's a he's a good bet tonight especially against chicago whose second lineup isn't uh isn't that uh seasoned I think Norman Powell should be able to slice through that defense and he takes it to the takes it to the rack pretty strong most of the time and another guy you got to mention here is Jordan Crawford $3,600 coming off his best game in the NBA and his his most recent stint in the NBA where he scored 22 points um uh, that only translated into 22 Fanduel points as he had only two rebounds and two and and two turnovers to go along with that but I mean, the guy's playing about an average of over 20 minutes a game. And for $3,600, you're, you're getting a, a pure shooter who's going to get his, his run there. And he seems like he's got more or less a green light to let it fly
1: well and i'll add one name to that list i think it's going to be a shooter's paradise in los angeles tonight. so i'll throw in jj reddick who's got pretty consistent minutes of late touching the 30 mark even a couple of times in his last 10 starts and uh, if he gets that kind of a run uh, with his shooting ability uh, he's been consistently on board with double digit scoring and if he approaches the 20 point mark that's maybe all you're looking for with this price point and he could even go a little a titch higher so i'll throw his name out there as well at the three four. Uh, four Forward position the small forward Durant is out with that knee injury so it's the Splash Brothers show against Dallas he'll fade Durant tonight but Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler are next up on the list I'm leaning toward Butler just because of the mastery he has had with a great career against Toronto and uh, maybe he he goes off tonight again uh, in that matchup Dan what say you about Kawhi Leonard and Jimmy Butler
2: well Kawhi Leonard um has been relatively slow in his last two games, 22 and 33 FanDuel points in those two games. But before that, he was up to 61 um, two games ago, three games ago. And then before that, up to 40 FanDuel points. And then he, had, he, he missed a couple games either for rest or he had the concussion protocol. But before that stretch, he was, uh, had four games straight of 50-plus FanDuel points, um, including uh, uh, his last contest against Minnesota, that was at home, though, where he came up with 66 FanDuel points. So in this contest in Minnesota, I think uh, I have actually a lot of confidence in the Timberwolves tonight to maybe pull off an upset. Um, they've won, I think, four straight at home, and they're, they're still within striking distance of the playoffs, and I know those guys there are not ready to throw in the towel, so they're going to be giving it their all. So I think on, on the other hand of that, it's going to require a full Full throttle performance from Kawhi Leonard, which I I would I would be very comfortable with with betting on him to follow through with. So, but on the other hand, I do like also Jimmy Butler. I think, like you said, um, he's been notoriously good against Toronto, and uh, you know Chicago is also one of those teams battling for a playoff spot. So I like Leonard and Butler, but the one guy I don't like is the next guy on the list, Andrew Wiggins. I don't see him being able to get the best of Kawhi Leonard, who he'll likely be matched up with.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting to note that despite the fact Wiggins has been on a bit of a roll, that's a matchup situation that you should shy away from because he's facing maybe the best all-around player in the NBA and Kawhi Leonard in that head-to-head tilt. It should be compelling viewing, though, and it's one that we will tune in tonight, at the Bruno household I'm sure. Uh, at below 7,000 we're looking at 6,500 on down to 5,200. Michael Beasley's there and he's out with a knee injury but above him there's Marcus Morris. So we're looking at Morris all the way up to uh, T.J. Warren. Four guys in that group Dan and who do you like and
2: who do you not? Well I mean uh, on our last show I was kind of guessing that Marcus Morris might have a breakout game because he's like that. He's really up and down. Uh, it's a really roll of the dice if this guy's going to disappear or come up with 50 FanDuel points for you. So I was hoping he would do that in his last contest when they were, or, or at our last show when they were up against Toronto. And he actually made me look bad. He came up with a real stinker, only nine FanDuel points. But he responded from that game in his next game with 24 FanDuel points, which is a bit more reasonable. $5,300 um, is a pretty decent price tag for this guy who, who really, I mean, he's absolutely capable of hitting 30 FanDuel points, but the problem is he's not doing it consistently enough. But that being said, um, I'm still not totally off picking him tonight, especially against Brooklyn. I think it's a decent matchup, and I think for the price, you you have a really good shot if he hits. Uh, let's call it a tur- tournament play with this guy. Maybe Maybe you don't want to pick him in a cash game, but in a tournament where you're looking for your guys to really hit, and uh, that's the only way you're going to get to that you know, big prize. This might be one of those guys you want to look at, 5300 hundred and he could come up with 50 FanDuel points for all we know because he's shown us multiple times this season that he can hit that mark. So Marcus Morris is an interesting look for me tonight. But uh, another guy that I'm a little bit interested in here is, uh, um, well, Harrison Barnes coming up against his old team. I think that's going to be a heck of a tough matchup for him, though. Um, Golden State shuts down... Everybody, uh, it's not only their offense that's good. Their defense is pretty good, too. And they showed that by shutting down Westbrook last night. Um, but that being said, still, um, I think Harrison Barnes is an interesting look here. But the other guy that I'm really interested in is Chris Middleton, $6,400 up against Portland. Portland, uh, they they still don't have a top-notch defense. And it's it's a pretty run-and-gun kind of game with them. So I think Chris Middleton and a shooter could have a have a real good night tonight against them. And he's he's right around his average of 25 fan duel points per game over his last about 10 games with a couple high 30s and a 40 mixed in there. So I, I like what he can bring to the table.
1: That's an excellent sketch of this group, Dan. I'll only add with Harrison Barnes that this guy is... Uh is one of the signature players on Dallas and uh, that means that if Golden State runs away and hides on them he might be glued to the bench in garbage time for a good chunk of this game and that might mitigate his against his value too so you got to be wary also with the mismatches and I'll mm-hmm. throw that out there what about the sub 5,000 uh, gang there might be a few couple of guys that get a run here in the blowout maybe a good Dallas one of them at $4,900 uh, pretty solid pick there if if it does get to be a little lopsided even if it doesn't, he might get a bit of a run. What about other values below the sub-5,000 range, Dan?
2: Well, I'm really liking the value that Brandon Ingram has been bringing lately. He's, his minutes have increased big time. He's in the high 30s, 40 minutes per game. In a couple of his uh, recent, over his last 10 games, he's got about three in the 40-minute range. And he's consistently above 20 fan duel points per game in his last about nine games. And, I mean, watching him play, it looks like he's totally got a new confidence about especially his shot um and he's really looking like he can he can score some baskets with you know when he wants so i think it's been really interesting to see how how he's sort of changed especially i guess you could say almost since magic johnson took over there i don't know if uh he had a talk with him and and you know told him to look for his own shot and show him what he can do and stuff like that but that's what it seems like to me because it doesn't look like the same guy that was playing thirty minutes per game earlier in the season and, and not doing much with it. So now he's playing above that above that, and he's doing a lot more with those minutes. So for forty five hundred bucks, you can be sure he's going to play a good amount in this in this matchup here. Um, and and then some some more value picks, a little more down the menu. One guy who I just have to mention, just because it's so interesting to me, is Vince Carter. I mean, he's kind of uh, sparked Memphis's turnaround after they've been, they were really kind of sputtering along there, um, looking to regain their, their identity and everything like that. And then they throw Vince Carter in the starting lineup, and, and it's like a new day over there in Memphis. So um, as long as he's continuing to get the start, he's playing, his minutes have increased to near 30 a game, and, and he's playing very well. He's coming off 21 FanDuel points in his last game. A slow night before that, 8, then 14. But before that, he was up to 38 FanDuel points with 24 in the points column. So, I mean, if Vince is starting and, and we expect him to continue to get around 30 minutes a game, which it's sort of been the proven antidote for, for Memphis right now, so I think you can expect that to continue. For 3700 bucks, that's a pretty good bet on, on a guy who's a veteran and, and who's going to come out there level-headed up against a New Orleans team that, you know, is in general shaky, you can say. You know what, I let you talk way too long about a guy I deplore
1: and that's Vince Carter. I'm a little older than you, and I just can't get over the fact that he really stiffed the Toronto franchise earlier on. So the less I say about him, probably is the better for us in our show. <laughs> uh, power forwards up next, in and Anthony Davis, ten thousand nine hundred bucks. Blake Griffin, ninety three hundred dollars. You know what? Of these two guys, I'm going to say it one time this year. I've not been on Blake Griffin too often, but this could be a night where he goes off and puts on a show in La La Land, where it's a big stage, obviously, and a big night. And he's been playing rather well of late, so uh, I like the fact that he's got a pretty soft matchup on the other side of the ball in this one. I'll say.
2: Yeah, well, the thing is, he came off. Uh, he he drops thirty points in three quarters last night, so I mean, he's definitely in a groove. But um, I mean, I I think I think you're right. I think he definitely has a chance to to repeat that tonight. I was I was almost going to say I could see with the opponent and and given. You know, Last night I could almost see Doc maybe considering giving Blake a rest, but I had forgotten that he did that just two games ago. So I'm pretty sure Blake Griffin's a lock to play tonight. Um, He's only played 31 minutes in either of his last two games where he's come up with plus 35 FanDuel points in both of them. So I think you're right there to to suggest that he comes up with another big night tonight. And yeah, he's going to want to uh, make sure the Clippers win that game. The Lakers gave the Cavs a scare the other day, so it's not like they're going to roll over. So it should be a decent game and, and that's gonna require Blake Griffin. I'm sure a guy like Julius Randle on the other side of the ball who's got a bit of a personality is somebody that great Blake Griffin would love to love to just stick it right to him and, and show him who's boss. So so I think it's a good matchup there. And then Anthony Davis, the guy, ten thousand nine hundred dollars here. Not a bad price for for uh A D who can really really light up your fan duel board. But uh he's been a little slower in his last few games. Well, slow is relative. Um, he's he's uh, hasn't topped fifty in his last Fanduel games. He's been last four Fanduel games. He's been consistently above forty in those contests. But then before that, he had that seventy-seven point night. So I mean, um, Memphis is a is a bit of a tough matchup. But I mean, they're not the same that they were maybe last season or, or even earlier this season. Uh, so so I think Davis. You know what? I, I do like that matchup, and I do like that price is what I like mostly about this. $10,900, I think, is a bit of a bargain for Anthony Davis. So I think Davis and Griffin are both good picks tonight.
1: And we dropped down a little bit lower. You spoke about Julius Randle. He's uh, in that group below 7000 uh, LaMarcus Aldridge tops it at seven grand. And there's some other intriguing names taking us down to the 5100 mark with Trevor Booker. So let's take a look at that group before we go uh, shopping.
2: Yeah, there's a heck of a lot of good power forwards here tonight to choose from, and I almost like all of them. Uh, you got Anthony Davis and Blake Griffin to start. Then you're looking at Draymond Green and LaMarcus Aldridge here. Um, Draymond Green, I think uh, I think he should be able to dominate the inside against Dallas. I don't know who's going to keep up with him there. I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be Dirk. No, um, okay. no offense to the to the legend, but I just think. That the tenacity of De- Draymond Green is a little overwhelming um, for anybody uh, who's not, you know, right in his physical and age category. So I think he, Draymond Green against some of the older and younger guys on Dallas is going to dominate there. And then Julius Randle, I I, uh, I think he would love to come up and have a big game tonight, but I've, I feel like there's a few too many uh, personalities going on right now in, in Los Angeles and. And the fact that Julius Randle isn't the guy who starts off with the ball on the inbounds I think sometimes affects him with Jordan Clarkson or D'Angelo Russell kind of monopolizing the ball there. Uh, Randle's had some big games here and there throughout his last 10 games, a couple 40-point FanDuel nights, three of them actually in about his last 10 games. And he had one massive 63-point night about in his 10th game ago. So I mean he's definitely put up some big big numbers, but I, I'm not expecting that out of him tonight with that against that front court of Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, but then here also another guy like I could talk about almost all these powerful well I think it near near about ends here um, is James Johnson who who to me is just fantastic I love his game I love how he he uh, he's one of those guys who he can take a bad shot, sure, but the thing is, you you sure you sure know that the next time down the court, he's going to take it straight to the basket, and he's going to he's going to place the ball in the net on his own accord. So I really like how he plays the game. He he passes, he rebounds, he blocks, he steals, and he scores. Coming off a great night in his last game, forty seven Fanduel points, sixty four hundred dollars. I look for James Johnson to have a very good night tonight against Phoenix.
1: One guy I'll add, and I have stayed away from homer calls. I'll show for most of the season, this is not a homer call, call. But Serge Ibaka is a guy who's played maybe his best two games as a Raptor the last two times out. Only 24 minutes the other night against Indiana. 23 FanDuel points. The game before against Detroit, 34 minutes and 26 points. I'm, I'm thinking he's in for a big night in a game the Raptors want to get to put that take that Chicago monkey off their back. And Ibaka gets a pretty favorable matchup. Because there's no credible fours uh, on the other side of the 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 roster sheet so uh, I like look for him tonight and uh, dipping below the 5,000 mark where we'll find uh, the guy that faces uh, Ibaka tonight on the floor for Chicago how about some of the other names in that sub 5,000 group
2: well in the sub 5,000 group here um, some interesting looks might be Michael Green for one of Memphis uh, going up against New Orleans he's going to have to bring it to to combat those two big guys on the other side of the ball. Uh he's had a couple decent games lately. 19 FanDuel points in his last outing, but a very nice 34 before that, then 16 14 and another 34. So I would say in his last 5 fa- games he's he's come up with a pretty good return on his FanDuel um point production. Um he's he's mostly getting the starts lately and uh I think he's. it gives him a good opportunity. He's playing around 30 minutes a game. And I think he's got a good opportunity to be active and, and to continue to play well tonight. So I like Jermichael Green for 4200 bucks. But there's a couple other guys I like who I find a very interesting picks. Mostly uh, that's Quincy Acey here of Brooklyn. I mean, I have a lot of respect for how this guy plays the game because he's, he hasn't had the easiest... Uh, path to um finding a steady place he was in toronto for a while where he kind of just got squeezed out he the coaches and the personnel liked him for sure he was a hustler but there was just uh some some other obviously more interesting options going on at the time so he got squeezed out but now in brooklyn um he's he's really showing showing what he can do he's he got the 10-day contract and he showed off really well and then they signed him i'm pretty sure that's how it happened, and then he's he's really uh he, he he went through a bit of a time with an injury, but coming back from that he's really um steadied out his performance and his minutes are slowly increasing in his last four games he's averaging about or his last about six games he's seven games he's averaging about twenty fan duel points a game maybe a couple of min- or twenty fan duel twenty minutes a game maybe averaging a few more minutes than that and he's right around. 15 to 20 fan duel points in each of those games so for $3,700 this is another guy on Brooklyn who coming towards the end of the season maybe they want to give him a, a little bit of an extended playing time and see how well he can play for them how much of an option he can be how much of a go-to guy he can be how consistent he could be so for $3,700 I think Quincy AC is a very solid bet at this point.
1: All right, let's move over to the big men in the middle. Uh, b- the biggest guy on the board there is Carl Anthony Towns. 10400 is the price tag tonight before you go and spend a little bit less. So he's the premier guy. Are you playing him or fading him against San Antonio?
2: Well, $10,400 is, is a pretty decent price tag for this guy. Um, I don't know how many 20-plus point game he's at now. It might be around 20 straight games with or or no sorry his streak ended two games three games ago but before that he had about 20 straight games with over 20 points in the points column then he hit 17 points uh two games ago but then he followed that up with two 30 point nights right after so in terms of his fan duel numbers he's been consistently over 30 fan duel points for about as long as you can see down the down the board here with a bunch of 50s 60s mixed in there and and high 40s so $10,400 is a good price for this guy. I mentioned earlier how I think the Timberwolves are going to definitely bring it against the Spurs. They're not ready to roll over yet. They're still within striking distance. I think they're two or three games, maybe three three or four games back out of eighth place right now um, with, with Denver's on a bit of a downward streak. So that helped Denver's got the eighth seed. They're on a bit of a downward streak. Um, the teams above them that are doing very well are uh, Portland, but other than that, the uh, the Timberwolves are one of the teams that still has a shot. So, I mean, in his last game against San Antonio, he had 44 Fanduel points, and I think he can hit that for sure, and probably top that tonight this time playing at home. So, right. I like Karl Anthony Towns for ten thousand four hundred.
1: Okay, next up, we got a couple of guys in the eight thousands, Demarcus Cousins and Hassan Whiteside. We also have a mid-full in the seven thousand plus range. Four guys. Let's take a look at that group of six. I'll I'll begin by saying Hassan Whiteside might be a guy that jumps off the page for me, with a favorable matchup against Phoenix, and uh, this guy's capable of a big double double in terms of re- big rebound totals. And uh, if he gets his points too, it's a, it's gonna be a good game score. He had he reached 50 a few games ago, and that's what he's capable of. He's averaged 38 on the season, so a guy that uh, does get a good reputation, one of the better rebounds and re- rebounders in the league, might be a good value play. Well not a value play might be good pick for the 8700 price tag what say you about the 7000 plus gang here
2: yeah well i agree with the take on hassan Whiteside. he'll be the biggest guy on the floor there uh for sure biggest uh if not tallest the strongest that's for sure and uh he should be able to dominate the thing about him is i noticed he starts out pretty quickly in fan duel and seems to slow down a bit throughout the game um i couldn't tell you the cause for that but you know it's always nice out of, to how to shape <laughs> no no it's always nice to have a good quick start in Fanduel. it's uh, such a if you're one of those guys who kind of likes to I, i'm addicted to checking checking how my team's doing throughout the uh throughout the evening so it's always nice to have that first look and see you got you got a guy up to 20 Fanduel points maybe in the first quarter but then it's disappointing when he finishes the game this happened to me the other night hassan whiteside was up to maybe 18 in the first quarter, finished out the game with 37. So, I mean, if you did the math with 18, you should have come up with about 60 in the game, but he only came up with 37. But that's still a good return, and, and like you said, the, the quick start's always nice, gets you up on the board. Not that it makes a difference when the points come, as long as they come, but uh, I do like Hassan Whiteside tonight, uh, especially against Phoenix, a team that gives up a heck of a lot of points, and, and with Miami needing to, to uh, definitely get this win um another interesting guy here is demarcus cousins um up against memphis i I, this is another pick that i don't mind here um so let's say i like the first three guys on the list here better than the next three guys um cousins has slowed down quite a bit from from what he was doing in sacramento where he was near consistent for 50 Fanduel points now he's more of a high 30s maybe a 40 kind of guy here in in new orleans but for eighty eight hundred dollars that's that's a his price tag has come to reflect that he used to be one of the ten thousand dollar guys consistently, but now with a little bit lower price tag, he still reflects the value that you're going to get from him. And uh, with Memphis, a team that's renowned for its front court, I think New Orleans is going to have to combat that with their front court. So it should be an interesting matchup there. And uh, I could see Demarcus Cousins having a decent night. Whereas, like I said, the next three guys on this DeAndre Jordan, Marc Gasol, and Andre Drummond. Um they all can, uh, Marcus Gasol is my least favorite of those three. I think Andre Drummond up against Brooke Lopez is an interesting matchup. Drummond could do well there. But for the price tag of 7,800 and DeAndre Jordan, 7,900, I mean, those guys both have reasonably favorable matchups. But uh, for, for the price tag and the return, I think I would spend maybe the extra few, few hundred to get up to white-sided cousins um, and really up to towns the few extra thousand or whatever it is or i would maybe look a little bit lower where there's also some talent
1: yeah i agree with you i think the matchup between drummond and lopez almost cancels each other out drummond's coming off two big games where he's totaled 40 rebounds i don't know if he gets that high against broke lopez who's really good around the basket too so might mitigate against mitigate against both of these guys uh let's go down into the uh 6,400, the 6,700, Nurkic and Monroe at 6,400, down to 5,000, Dan.
2: Well, in this range, Nurkic had that massive night for Portland um, where he came up with, uh, I think it was near 70 FanDuel points. He's slowed down a bit lately. Um, and this matchup against the Bucks is an interesting one. Um, well, let's just say Nurkic has had two straight games of 40 plus FanDuel points and then a game of 36. And then uh, seven before that. So I mean, this this pick for me is going to actually depend a bit on on Antetokounmpo if he's playing or not. Um, just because I think he's the guy who can take it to the rack. And I find Nurkic is a bit prone to foul trouble when he's playing against some of those some of those really good teams at attacking the basket. There, I think he's he's a big guy. He's not the quickest guy, and and I think teams look to attack him and and maybe uh, slow him in the game by getting him in foul trouble. So I mean. If, if Anton Kumpo is not in the game, that's one less guy who's really going to be attacking the rack for Milwaukee. And that might improve how I feel about Nurkic tonight for $6,700, though. Not huge on him tonight against Milwaukee, who I think is a really good rebounding team and, and really big team there. So a couple of guys in this range that I, I do like a bit are uh, Jonas Valanciunas for for Toronto. He's been playing much better lately in his last couple games um maybe he's gearing up for the playoff run maybe he wants to ensure that he's going to be a steady part of the lineup throughout that period but uh his his minutes are still around 25 minutes per game but his production is pretty good considering that um high 20s in terms of his fan duel points with 116 point night there that was against uh, Oklahoma City which I could understand how maybe that matchup was a little bit tough for him but I think this one against Chicago is a little bit more suitable for him. He'll start off against Robin Lopez, who I think he can um, he can win that battle. And then there's a couple other big guys there in, in Chicago who it might warrant Valanciunas sticking around. And, and even if he only plays around 25 minutes per game, I still think he's going to hit the high 20s in terms of his FanDuel points. So for 5,500, if you're looking for a value pick on the center, or a semi-value pick I think he's not a bad choice yeah
1: picking up on that Dan I look at the other side of that matchup you mentioned Robin Lopez apart from one pretty good game where he topped 40 in fan duel play he's been uh, life and death to get up to 20 so that means he's not getting a lot of rebounds and uh Valanciunas has been a monster on the boards when he gets in there was a sequence the other day when I was at the game he picked up three rebounds on the offensive board back to back to back it was basically volleying it back and forth before he did flush it eventually I think and and so uh padded his stats and he's certainly capable of of dominating that matchup head-to-head so I like I like your call on Valanciunas there what about uh, bargain hunting here in the sub 5,000 range Dan are there some starters or some reserves who might get a look in your lineup
2: well I think my best value pick in that being below 5,000 for the centers tonight would be Zaza Pachulia going up against his former team in Dallas Um, one of his former teams I think Pachulia um, can have a really solid night tonight. And I think Golden State seems to be a team that's that's very aware of, you know, the dramas and the things like that going on around the league, people's former teams and getting revenge and this and that. So I, I could see his teammates maybe looking for him a bit in this matchup. Um, I'm not quite sure what the terms were upon his leaving Dallas. It was probably good terms um, if I had to guess. But, uh, I mean, I still think that he would be looking to come out with a big game against his former team and and with only playing a, a relatively few minutes per game he's usually probably averaging below 20 minutes a game the guy puts up some decent numbers in FanDuel a slow night in his last game but before that 15 FanDuel points 28 uh, 12 another slow night but then 31 and 26 so he's definitely capable of getting to that high 20s mark in only about 20 minutes and again, like I said, tonight I think maybe they look for him a little extra, um, maybe give him a few extra minutes, and that could be a nice return for 4300 bucks.
1: I love the call on the former player meeting, a, uh, player meeting his former team. Uh, always a factor when I'm looking at these lineups in addition to the matchups. And speaking of all that, Dan, why don't you give us a quick look at uh, what the Rotomire Optimizer has spit out for tonight's slate?
2: Yeah, well, the Optimizer for tonight... Um, it's an interesting one it gives one guy i would say one guy here two guys here that we really um kind of promoted so i'll I'll mention them when they come up but it starts off with tyler ulis at at point or chris paul and tyler ulis at point guard um chris paul both of them actually actually i think are good picks chris paul nine thousand dollars um that's a little bit little bit pricey i think but uh I mean, he's he's leading that team pretty much. He's averaging about 17 points and nine assists per game. So if he hits that average, that's a near 30 Fanduel points right there. So you you can be pretty sure you're going to get that from Chris Paul. So then Chris Paul, Tyler the U-less. Then you got C.J. McCollum and Kentavious Caldwell Pope at the shooting guard. Again, C.J. McCollum going up against Milwaukee. Not a not a big fan of anybody going up against the Bucks. Um, not that they on paper have one of the best defenses in the league, but. I just think it's a difficult situation for a player. That team is really built um, with a lot of length. It seems that they've, they've clearly had that in mind throughout their trades and their drafting over the last recent years. So CJ McCollum is going to be facing guys like Tony Snell, uh, Matthew Dellavedova, Vidova, two solid defenders there, um, and uh, Malcolm Brogdon. So those are all big guys, tough defenders. So I think that slows down McCollum a bit. Uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope against Brooklyn, I mean, for $4,700, you get what you pay for with him. Maybe you get lucky. TJ Warren, then it gives us at small forward. Um, not much I can say about him. he's, he's pretty much is what he is, $6,500. He's been playing pretty well for Phoenix lately, but I think the matchup is a tough one for him, especially if James Johnson gets on the floor. Right. He'll shut him down right away. Right. But the guy, the guy that he, it does give us here is Vince Carter. Which I'm uh, proud to say that I, I believe in Vince Carter tonight for thirty-seven hundred dollars. I think that's a value pick for sure. Um, it's an away game. I mean, I, I if he gets the start, he plays that thirty minutes. I think you're going to get a decent look out of Vince, um, and then it gives Blake Griffin at the power forward, a guy who who you mentioned and and who I also I would second that pick, and then it gives us also Tobias Harris at the power forward, and then Andre Drummond at center. So i mean i'm really mostly a fan of two of these picks being carter and griffin uh maybe chris paul's a bit of an interesting matchup against the lakers but i think my lineup is going to look quite a bit different from this one
1: all right and we remind our listeners don't forget to check back with rotowire's starting lineups on the nba tab we also do lineup sweeps and checks all day long at rotowire so you can make sure your players are good to go in daily games right up to tip off by checking back on our website uh, on behalf of our friends at FanDuel, though, we want to remind you, our listeners, that baseballs are j- r- just around the corner a couple of weeks away, folks. Don't get stranded on first base without a Rotowire subscription, and don't miss out on this great offer. Make your first deposit on FanDuel today, and you'll get a free six-month Rotowire subscription. Go to fanduel.com slash rotowire to claim it. You must be a new FanDuel user in order to be eligible. Users may only establish one account on FanDuel. That's fanduel.com slash rotowire. All right, Dan, before we sign off, we've seen a lot of scrappy play in the NBA. Is that just a function of the time of year? People are getting a little excited on the courts. We're seeing a lot of uh, hockey-type scuffles.
2: I think that's, uh, first of all, I think it's disrespectful to call them hockey-type scuffles because they're, they, they're not even close. Like, what, what gets <laughs> constituted as a, as a fight or a scuffle in the NBA these days, you know, it's not like it, it was maybe a few years ago with, like, you know, that battle in the Palace and some of the other fights that you saw. But uh, these days, any, anytime anybody touches anybody, it's it's a big problem. And and I think part of it comes from, there was last night with the Warriors against the Thunder. That's obviously, uh, there's there's a, a, a bit of beef between those teams, you could say, which is understandable. So so I think that one comes from that. But then the other night with uh, the whole Nick Young, D'Angelo Russell with the Bucs thing, to me, that that little scuffle, it's, it's a problem now in the NBA. Guys take offense to, to anybody touching them. Like the foul, it initially started off with a foul on Nick Young by I think Malcolm Brogdon. And, and in my mind, that was a very good foul. He nearly got all ball, stuffed the daylights out of Nick Young. But Nick Young took exception to that and pushed the guy after that call. And that immediately erupted into a scuffle as Greg Monroe came to back up his, his rookie there. And then uh, um, Nick Young, Dan, D'Angelo Russell comes and pushes Monroe from behind and, and, and runs away. Like, like, like Draymond Green called him out saying that really pissed him off, saying D'Angelo Russell came in with a cheap shot and then wanted no part of the rest of the action. So, I mean, it's pretty soft of a scrap. First of all, you could barely call them a scraps, but they're, they're, they're dust ups. And And, and the thing is, Again, with the Warriors, it's one thing. It's, it's beef that's that's evolved. But the one with the, the Lakers, I think, the problem there is Nick Young taking exception to a, a good basketball play. Like, the game is meant to be competitive. The other team is supposed to not let you score on their net. So when you come to try and score on their net, they might bump you, and and they might make a play on the ball and may come through hard on that, and it might end up bouncing off your face or something like that. and And you can't really... You can't really get all, you know, upset about that because at the end of the day, that's what you're there to do. To do, You're to compete. And and a bit of the air around the league now is, oh, you know, you can't touch me, you know. Um, don't touch me. This, if I'm coming in for a layup, get out of my way and basically let me just score. Like, I don't know if they want their their regular season to start looking like the all-star game. But I think these players got to get a little more... Uh, I don't know how to say um you know in, in in a clean way but they got they got to man up a little bit i think and 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 start to compete like uh you know with a little bit more just like with a little bit more sportsmanship understanding that contact is a bit of part of the game and and you can't take exception to any any time somebody goes up and tries to block your shot
1: yeah it shouldn't be a free for all i look back to i can barely remember charles oakley when he played but uh, i know that he was a physical force and there were a lot of guys around the league that made it tough tougher to score around the basket than it is right now so i kind of get a little antsy when i see these scuffles breaking out when when people are just trying to play a little more defense than we're used to seeing i'm I'm a guy who likes to see the all-around game so i hope that the nba becomes a little more tolerable uh to watch when when it comes to adding a little more defensive pressure uh i don't want to see the scuffles break out like they have been so we we thought we'd highlight it today
2: the the other thing in my opinion is if you're going to scuffle then scuffle you know then then throw a punch or two then square up don't don't do this this push and point fingers off people's (laughs) noses and and 50 guys run in and and do this big you know scrum if if two guys have a problem then they should go at each other like you know, Shaq and Charles Barkley back in the day. Like, just you know, settle it like real men. I, I don't like this D'Angelo Russell come in and push somebody from behind. This whole, I don't, I don't know. I just think it's it's neither a scuffle nor it's it, it's it's a fight. Like it's it's in between being being a being a, re, a understandable you know kind of fight in sports that happens sometimes and and being just a nonsensical like. You know, childish dust up that everybody runs in and it just slows down the pace of the game. I think you either got to go one or the other, either either forget about it or or settle it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I do, and I think it's a good point. A good point to end on that uh, the emotions are higher as we're getting around to the playoffs, and that's really been a theme that we've seen in the league. So. There we go, uh, everybody. Have a look at the FanDuel and enjoy all the fun and games on their menu of options. We hope we've given you some good ideas for your picks tonight. For Dan Bruno, who you can follow at Official. I'm Paul Bruno, reminding you to follow me at Statsman22. Good luck with your FanDuel plays to all our listeners from MotorWire.